0: Now we're ready. Guys, that that app was as intense as the discount, uh, which we'll go into later. Hey, guys, Evan Valdyk joins us uh, to talk about the new guard book and how his horse-based portfolio was holding up, uh, as well as a look at the way uh, someone tried to make their event exclusive. Uh, We also look at some disturbing art. Uh, Yeah. That's about it here, guys. Uh, as Chad so eloquently pointed out, yeah, before the movie, there's some trailers sometimes, but this trailer is for the Black Friday sale at frontlinegaming.org. It's that time of year to stock up with incredible savings on items you've had your eye on. Uh, the Black Friday sale is always exciting, and this year we're bringing the heat. With discounts of up to 50% off secondhand shop items, 25% off FLG mats and terrain, including our new full color terrain series. And this sale runs through Cyber Monday, the 28th of November. Amazing. Cool. Did that work out better this time? Nailed it. Uh, my first co host today, or my only co host today, is our classic high hairline, Harry, um, is Danny McDevitt. Oh, also, I'm a high style. Quite entirely. Danny McDevitt, get off my plane! Yeah, it's Danny
1: McDevitt. Hell yeah, John! I'm as excited as the girl in that ad. For from Black Friday excited. sale to be on the show tonight. I'll tell you that right now.
0: Yeah, I, I gotta say, uh, I too would be excited. Um let's go ahead and bring a guest in as well. Um I, I forgot to write a good intro for it.
1: Oh okay. Uh yeah, you guys know him. Uh he's Evan. He's from Sepulchre of Heroes. He's he's a pretty good guy. Um he's coming in, I guess, at some point in time. <laughs> there there he is. Leave it at hey, that. Yeah, hey, hey,
0: what's up, Evan? Not hey, much. Two weeks in a get- row of guests. <laughs> oh, I say. Joel Adkins, correctly guessing the Air Force One reference, uh, the producer Dickie put in there, to get us demonetized, almost immediately. Nice, um, <laughs> uh, Danny, we're going to start talking to you this week here. Last week, uh, I wrote nothing. We had no slides prepared, uh, yep. and our audience, pretty smart. They worked it up pretty quick, uh, as this guy commented. <laughs> um, another glorious shambles. Bravo. <laughs> high praise. Uh, high praise. Yeah. But, For those who stuck around, um, he did do this here. Uh, Next slide. Perfect. Perfect. It got serious and thought-provoking in the second half. Uh, Danny, uh, classic mob rule style. Uh, We started with some bad jokes, uh, had some good conversation afterwards. What is the favorite thing uh, of yours that we've ever done?
1: Oh, I mean... (laughs) uh, wait wait you like you and i or like yeah. on on here
0: no the favorite thing you we've ever done oh, let's get those N- old abs oil black spray bumped up.
1: what's that null oil black spray
0: no oil spray that, that was pretty good i liked yeah. uh saying goodbye to the old space marine codex by burning it
1: oh that was um, a good one too yeah and we uh
0: sacrificed uh dave's repulsor uh, to the fire <laughs> as well
1: and dave um, I think, technically and that that was not that what was supposed to have happened have happened well, Oh, eventually we just we torturing
0: sacrificed. him Um, but yeah,
1: uh, but Evan, what's the favorite thing you've
2: done? Uh, favorite thing I've done. Uh, I, I coming on here is always great, but, uh, I think, uh, 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 come come on. While, uh, (laughs) while you say, uh, your last episode was a glorious shambles. I think that's every episode of my (laughs) very intermittent podcast and, uh, Although I've done uh, some just some absurd rants on Sepulcher Heroes, it's always fun when I could just be completely salty.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun. Seth Oster coming in strong in chat saying second best show in the network, just content wise, not listenership, where we're Who? number one. Um, but. <laughs> Time permitting, guys, we're going to try and talk about the new uh, Astro Militarium book here. Uh, beautiful book. Uh, we're going to hopefully call it Mob Rules Presents Chapter Tactics so we can get all the old podcasts Perfect. out of the way. But until then, um, I think we owe you guys some terrible content. Because as we kind of went over earlier, we were quite thought-provoking and serious last episode. And you don't come here for that. Uh, but people <laughs> are longing donnie and evan or if you are like don't stop but like why are you even here like it's been over better. a year now it's not getting any better in fact it's statistically getting worse
1: <laughs> yeah i would um, say we've just like really taken a steep like <laughs> you got we, you uh, know your demographic that's that's what
2: yeah it is. <laughs> we get yeah, when we audience, Rochester.
1: Uh, I think yeah, Danny, ever I since think... Bradchester, Chester, it's been downhill. Yeah, it's downhill oh, just like Chester. his health. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, now we owe him a bottle of wine. Um, but hey, people are longing for a return to the grim, dark aesthetic of yore. Uh, and this picture sent to me uh, kind of is exactly the tone we're looking for. It's a weapon description uh, for a musket. Uh, it says, a primitive weapon still used on some feral and backwater uh, planets, of which Birmingham is the most well-known, <laughs> a.k.a. the Black Planet. It receives almost no visible light. and As a result, no one wants to go there. Its an inhabitants <laughs> have become linguistically and culturally isolated. And while um, Birmingham is actually a city in North England, this is all very accurate. You can ask Danny and Evan if your current city was a planet in the Warhammer universe. How would you describe that? Danny, a little easier for you after the weekend. Um but uh, how would you describe your towns as Warhammer planets? Uh chat, feel free to jump in here too. Uh,
1: Go ahead.
2: Okay. Uh <laughs> I guess uh for for mine uh see I live in, uh, if anyone's ever heard of Hampton Roads, uh, it's this big, huge area of cities in southeast Virginia. And so while everyone knows about, like, there's a Navy base across the river and Virginia Beach, and that would be like, uh, Cadia and all those, all those, right, uh, planets. Does not exist anymore? I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I live up, well, yeah, it actually doesn't. I went camping this weekend at a beach and, like, the entire beach was washed away. So, um, <laughs> Thanks, hurricanes. Someone crashed a
0: Blackstone <laughs> Fortress, which South America is a fourth
2: focus. <laughs> so, so I live, though, up out of the way on the peninsula between everything important. So I guess I'm just like that little, like, is it Ag- Agrippina, the little nowhere world in the middle of all these important planets?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, yeah, Danny Evans, a micropenis, uh, a backwater planet. Danny, what would you micropenis. say? moscow idaho is <laughs>
1: uh well other than now being i guess the murder capital of idaho uh it's also uh definitely an agri planet um <laughs> waves of grain as far as you can see um and uh yeah that's pretty much that's that's, that's the best yeah. description of it for sure
0: uh Lots so yeah i Chat coming in hot with uh, the guard stood while the beach washed away. Um, I live in Boulder, Colorado. The Inquisition would have uh, redacted to us. Good old Commissar Yarrick <laughs> reference there. Um, and then uh, I, under a hive of Newport News. And then someone just, I live in Texas. And for that, I can only apologize. Um, <laughs> great. Great. Moving on. Uh, Joy Toy been a while since we talked to them don't worry i have no oh. photoshop takes onto anything They're branching out into new lines of models uh, and creating adult toys that are both attractive large and you can mount over your smaller figures uh with their new tower range uh including oh, uh crisis suits but yeah danny i yeah, mean, you could put the toys inside the commander like it's I'm nothing hyped. dirty um what guys both evan and danny we're gonna start with evan here what is your ideal joy
2: toy uh, <laughs> not not Tau. I mean, if I wanted Tau, I'd just go buy Gundam kits, right? Uh, probably probably fair. price is nice and half the cost. But uh, uh, I they already made uh, Blood Angel's Furiosa Dreadnought. And that's uh, it's pretty good.
0: Nice. Nice. Danny, what is your ideal joy toy? Like, what would give you, like, maximum pleasure from a joy toy?
1: Oh, uh, one of two things. Uh, either... An Armon joy toy um, Mm -hmm. or an Eldrad joy toy would bring me just hours of pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's fair. The most sensual, intellectual pleasure imaginable, is they are space (laughs) wizards, John.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Um, Is there a model uh, that should not be made as a joy toy?
1: A chaos spawn? (laughs) I don't think so. I'm sorry. Evan, I disagree with you. I think you're wrong. I think you if you if you decide <laughs> your opinion is wrong um, if you decide to not make that it's just you're ruining the entire name of joy toy you're bringing nobody mm-hmm. joy somebody out there wants a chaos bond joy toy and you've just denied them that so then the name just falls flat
2: I just don't want a chaos bond for the inevitable <laughs> uh, conversions people will do to it and then post all over
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was, the only one I was on the fence about was like, maybe a great unclean one with like removable intestines might be a little bit much or like, uh, more like a keeper of secrets. Maybe. I don't know.
0: Or like nineties Nickelodeon slime that when you squeeze the belly, it just kind of comes out. Oh yeah. Out just like there.
1: comes out or they could put Play-Doh in it and make little Nerdlings
0: yes. Super dope. Um, are you guys surprised at the success of this line? Because we made joy toy uh, jokes like a year ago. And it kind of like they're coming up like Phobos Marines and things. But now we're expanding to other races. We're expanding to kind of chaos and everything. Are you surprised that these figures have taken off as good as they have?
2: I, and Our whole community is based around all of us <laughs> having too much
1: disposable income. So, and, really. and an enjoyment of toys <laughs> critically, an enjoyment of toys. It's like a match made in heaven for stupid custom figures,
0: dude. I love that. Um, and someone said that they want to see the original Nagash model sculpt as a joy toy. <laughs> I'll take that, oh,
2: or he'll, he'll be appropriately
0: sized Perfect. for the table. Guys, what is next for Warhammer licensing? We've had. Uh, candles. We've had phone covers. We've had uh,
2: all kinds of fun things. What is left to be this. licensed? I they they. I'm surprised they didn't make uh, air fresheners for your car with the same mm. candle scents. Uh, yeah, I can't fair. take fair. a candle to mm. the shop, but I can at least have it in my car. And get me in a, in the mindset of whatever Nurgle smells like as preparation for the tournament. I'm going to smell it there. This is training pre tournament. <laughs> <laughs> we have
0: man Jack coming in strong here today as well. We have uh, a forty k official waifu pillow, uh, Ooh, which nice. which is an emerging market. I think so I've
1: seen can... that actually in a comic already. Uh, yeah, I was gonna go car route too, Evan. You know, I was thinking uh, customized car wraps. Ooh. So you could make your car like look like it has rhino plating and stuff. I mean, I think there's a market there.
0: That's fair. That's fair. Hey, uh, speaking of markets, competitive Warhammer is a dicey subject. That makes sense, but we're gonna go past it. And this entirely unbiased poll uh completely reflects that. Uh, which is is competitive forty K infested with cheaters and billies, uh bullies? Uh yes, answer one, double yes, answer two. Um yeah answer three i guess is Billy's when i can't talk yeah fuck uh, those billies again. man <laughs> uh of so to guess how would you vote for this
2: uh, uh. <laughs> would you vote yes or would you vote double yes and why i'd, I'd probably just scroll past <laughs> <laughs> it's well, that's poll. seven years of bad luck per that post. I don't know if you saw that part. You scroll
1: past without without voting. Seven years bad luck. Uh, 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 live live dangerously. Uh
2: I mean, yes, but like what community is it, I guess, then? Like didn't they just I saw something like Blizzard just shut down a huge uh person that's a huge company that sold like additional software for their games, like <laughs> you know like what is that market gonna... for
0: <laughs> what is that market for warhammer so you said like blizzard they they, they stop these people from selling like additional software what's the additional software you would sell to to get better a warhammer in a um in a legally gray way i am loaded dice right that's the <laughs> that's the the obvious uh <laughs> hanging danny uh, put it on the whiteboard grim after dice um okay. they they will <laughs> not be tournament legal question mark
1: I'll put it right on there with the elastic tape measure too.
0: <laughs> oh man i love that uh Celeste and chat coming in with just some great insults for me tell me to paste my voice over an anime network won't let me the the boobies would be too big for the screen yeah. and also the world's potato people denny is in idaho so it does make sense um but what is the worst example of cheating you guys have actually got to witness in real life where you're like really
1: oh me all the time I, you in all the every time event that I plan so I that's this is me. by the, the way
0: uh, Danny uh, I know we're two talk about games played here but Danny went four one at a GT this weekend I uh, did. good job uh lucky like he didn't take any broken army like Botan he just he had fun with it we did win best sportsmen
1: I did <laughs> It was awesome, yeah. I went to uh, uh, Atomic City Warzone. It was really fun. I had a great yeah. time. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Lester. also letting
0: you know he's making fun of something else. But uh, I choose to be personally insulted. Uh, as is my right as a wargamer to overreact to every single comment out there. Um, Evan, what about you? What's the totally the real. worst that you've uh, seen cheating in real life?
2: Uh, in real life? Uh...
0: DTS counts for literally nothing in all people, forms, both people just games,
2: over measuring. Uh, seeing it on stream, I mean, probably uh, moving things with a water bottle. If you remember that <laughs> incident, but um, uh,
0: there is a reason but, uh, on the set. Where we hear uh, <laughs> that, that we asked the artists to have water cups to the side of the desk. Uh, this set <laughs> has a tremendous amount of in jokes
2: uh, that yeah. were
0: funny two years ago,
2: uh, but, but over measuring constantly that's the the one people try to get away with the most i feel yeah that's fair um have you guys ever
0: been personally cheated (laughs) yes uh just a warhammer by the way we don't have like the therapy budget to go this
1: so yeah john cheated me out of the half the rights to this show he made me sign these uh, these contracts saying the that like, you
0: wanted rights to this show
1: <laughs> yeah no yeah he said he said look i'm not uh, all the characters even your own personality are mine it's really a bad contract uh and he cheated me out of a lot of money um that's come his way over the years so yeah john quinnell has cheated me on numerous
0: occasions that's fair. Evan, how have I cheated you uh, in real life?
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, mean, I mean, Danny's getting something for this. I'm just. I'm just <laughs> you. <laughs> ah, you guys are getting paid? <laughs>
0: Dude, Evan, I have something better for you. And Rich, get ready for this. this. Uh, better for you than actual money. Uh, Rich has a video that he's going to show uh, that is, is better than any kind of pay that we could possibly give you for being on this show.
1: Man. fantastic
0: <laughs> So that time of year to stock up with incredible savings on items you've had your eye on uh, Frontline Gaming's Black Friday sale is always no exciting kidding. this year we're bringing the heat with discounts of up to 50% off on second on shop items up to 25% off of FLG Madison's and terrains including the full color terrain set through uh, the Cyber Monday 20th of November classic uh, Bell of Lost Souls Man, this is just like the easiest transition I've ever done in the world uh, they came in hot this week uh, no, with, they didn't. Oh, that was a couple weeks ago. I, if I'm going to be honest,
2: they probably they told reposted for Yerik, right? right? What's that? the The Bell of Lost Souls told for Yerik, right? That's uh, <laughs> well, for redacted reasons.
0: Um,
1: but... The thing must <laughs> yeah, just <absolutely>. ring constantly.
0: <laughs> um, but they came in this hall with this article here that said 40k grim dark theories: the Imperium are actually the good guys. What? Guys. First off, I just want to say no they're not. Um, but then Danny, Evan,
2: thoughts? I mean, uh in a universe where everything uh wants to kill you and everything wants to survive, uh, I'm always gonna pick the side that is my own race, I guess. So whether they're terrible or not, uh <laughs> they're the good guys to me. That's fair. <laughs> That's real fair. Danny?
0: Are, are they the good guys?
1: Well, instead of taking a xenophobic uh, kind of reaction like uh, like Evan has, uh, I've decided to kind of just say, you know, I don't think humans are more valuable than other alien life. And so um, I think, yeah, the Imperium are still evil, genocidal maniacs who are controlled by a fascist mm-hmm. dictatorship of various different ecclesiarchical and, and administrative powers. They're terrible. Those are all words. Yeah.
2: Spoken like a true Votan player. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, look. You can't have got a lot of things going for him, my friend. Let me tell you. I mine so much ore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, you said ore. Good. Um, <laughs> so, obviously, the Imperium are not the good guys, for the, the reasons Danny so eloquently pointed out. Uh, neither is literally anyone else in this universe that you play game-wise. But why do you guys think People are so obsessed with sort of the good, bad dynamic and something like a lineal, like kind of good, bad, like these are the good guys.
1: We, it's, Uh, I think some people have a hard time rooting for somebody that they have, that they find like morally repugnant, potentially, I think that, and so they want something that's relatable to them, like on a personal level. mm -hmm, For sure. Evan, you think you think uh, that's yeah.
2: the case? Okay? And ends justifies justifies the means kind of deal. If if they did terrible terrible things, if they if it was all for them to win because they're the right in the end, then yeah, sure, mm-hmm. that kind of I'll turn a blind think, eye to everything.
0: I think people in general are just terrible, and if <laughs> they see these factions doing these terrible things, like well, I agree with that. They should genocide races all the time. Uh, This confirms my personal biases, so these must be the good guys. It's gotta go. There's no Superman (laughs) out there anymore. Everyone's bad. Hey, speaking of Superman, uh, Henry Cavill is back on the promotion circuit. See him getting better at the transitions here. Uh, For his new film, um, people keep asking him about Warhammer. And he keeps answering in like 32 minute, just gloated statements, prompting IO9 to bag. Uh, please, for the love of God, someone just let Henry Cavill talk about Warhammer. Yeah, no kidding. Um, I want to thank everyone who, who tagged me, messed me, and volunteered me for this task. But I was really quick to point out uh, that my weird sense of humor would mean I would never actually uh, once ask him about Warhammer. And I guess I, my sample question I sent out here in this next slide is, um, our 40K stream, Grim After Dark, would have him on but would force him to solely talk about punching Tom Cruise in the men's room. Um <laughs> For, for comedy uh because if yeah. you're gonna have a giant opportunity uh just go ahead and waste it um but guys why are people obsessed with the idea of cavill playing warhammer uh, like from community people who play people who don't play like everyone's kind of coalescing around the the witcher playing 40 well,
2: I well oh go ahead evan yeah you, you want someone who's completely passionate about it to be involved uh involved with it i'd rather see someone who knows and cares and can help uh correct any deficiencies i I think back to uh that bit where uh christopher lee told peter jackson what it sounds like when someone gets stabbed in the back because he actually knew (laughs) that that would be what what, what he would be bringing uh to the 40k uh acting scene
1: (laughs) that's fair danny i couldn't disagree more um i think that people are sheep and uh they need somebody famous to relate to otherwise they feel like their own existence is uh not worth anything so if somebody famous is doing it then it validates their 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 warhammer hobby
0: that's fair um danny before i touch on that a little bit more does it depress you that he's exactly the same age as both of us
1: oh dude fuck
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god all i think is henry cavill probably played warhammer as a child go call the nerd bullied as you would in the 90s because he's the same age as danny uh we just look awful in comparison um
2: i'll I'll give you guys a one-up on him though Okay. No one's letting him fully talk about Warhammer, whereas uh, <laughs> I guess Val reluctantly lets you guys do it every week.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're cheaper to hire than Henry Cavill. Go. Oh, uh, man, that's a sick feather in my cap.
0: <laughs> uh, but I mentioned, so he got probably bullied for playing Warhammer as a child. Everyone made fun of him. and He's like, you know what? I'm going to get, like, super buff. I'm going to get, like, uh, all these great movie roles. I'm going to be, like, a super handsome, successful actor. And then just as all that happens, you are like, yeah, I outgrew my Warhammer nerd And they're like, hey, so tell me about Custodes. And he's like, oh, no, and pulled back into it. But now it's the thing. Um, if you guys could talk to anyone about Warhammer, who would you talk to and why?
1: Ooh, good question.
0: anyone i'm just gonna leave some dead here you know, uh, or maybe run that again no don't run that again. <laughs>
1: uh, are you really running heaven. that again
2: <laughs> who would you talk to uh, oh i don't know shoot god that's uh,
1: john why did you have to ask such a thought-provoking yeah, and yeah. uh intense question i'm just gonna turn this back on you what dude what's up have you been doing? have you been doing a lot of deep thinking lately?
0: Literally, like, I've done nothing but deep thinking. Thanks, Arizona State University, uh, for <laughs> making me have to overanalyze things because apparently that's what you do in a degree program. Um, maybe, okay, so we'll, we'll come back to that one. But do you feel GW should sort of lean into celebrity more? Because a lot of this is getting an attraction. And, yeah, they, they had him do, like, the Warhammer World Tour, uh, but they haven't done, like, a whole bunch outside of that. Uh, do you think it's something they should lean into more? Uh no. Uh (laughs) are you gatekeeping the hobby
2: based on fame, Evan? (laughs) No, I just don't want uh it seems celebrities always have something around them, a lot of them, or people start fangirling over them, or like we do with Henry Cavill. I think he one one's enough. One's enough for our Mm -hmm. community. And uh we Should be painting our models instead of worrying about what celebrities are doing in the hobby.
0: That's true. Uh, chat's asking who is a WWE female wrestler as giant wrestling nerd that is, um, man. And now, uh, her name is gone. Shaded Baszler, amazing, uh, former MMA fighter as well. So she would uh, kick your ass if you beat her in any way. Um, what non Warhammer questions would you ask Henry Cavill?
1: Oh um what was your inspiration for cocking your fist before you fought tom cruise in the bathroom <laughs> what was, was like, either what that or I fisting his
0: cocked. no i'm kidding
1: yeah, well you know hey, it's it is a bathroom i mean after all where you'd expect to see that kind of thing
0: <laughs> that is true uh also uh you want in? <laughs> Here, Ramon Rivera, with uh, a, a very true uh, and very uh, somber uh, response that, that I want to read out here, but uh, totally agree with with the man. And that's why you should join us live every Monday.
2: Uh, but Evan, uh, what, you I'd ask, what, what were you why, asking? Why are you letting one of the Hemsworths take over the, the <laughs> Why Why are you Why are you putting this onto onto us? We were fans of your show, and you're you're turning on us. If I could answer for Mr. Cavill, what happened um, was
0: DC came up with just a uh, Brinks trucks full of money. They were like, yo, uh, James Gunn really likes you and you're part of why he's coming back. Can you be Superman again? It's like, "Oh, okay, I guess I'll see Jay. i mustache off. Um, that's it. That's all I got for that. Moving on. No more celebrity back to our, our mediocrity. Uh, Twitter imploded this week and it's been just the greatest joy. Uh, watching a billionaire become a millionaire, uh, very quickly. Um, but, uh, the Twitter imploded causing billions of dollars of legitimate damage as the Twitter blue check system was deregulated, uh, to massive memes, which I think I mistyped. Uh, one person though, decided to make a verified GW account, uh, to say that, uh, where are we here? Pulling up a uh, female space Marines are allowed and always have been. Now, uh, Evan, you can also jump in this uh, as like a, a shit talker uh, as an area that I excel at. One, the username could be better. Games Workshop 3 When you have Games Workshop with an O, you have Games Workshop with a 5, you can replace the letter and make it look a little bit more official. Also, too, the logo still has the PNG squares from where you Googled uh, Games Workshop logo. (laughs) Um, Also, there shouldn't be a space between the word uh, bin and period at the end. Uh, But uh, we already know this person, though, has GW's quality control down pat. But, Danny, Evan, what is something an official GW Twitter account could say that would explode the fan base and just tank their value?
2: Female space mates are allowed.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Danny. Oh, yeah. Um Yeah. Space Marines uh, have uh, double-headed penises only. There? Yep. I,
2: I got and they have one. real
1: dicks, and they genetically modify them. There's an extra organ that they have to add onto them. Let's talk about that.
0: Love it. It's the 25th organ. Like, yep. the, the call cock. Uh, Evan, you the, say you another one. <laughs>
2: the, the The Age of Sigmar double turn is going to come to 40k.
0: that's pretty good Uh, I would be like uh, well so there's a couple things chat just came up Radio Free Armageddon that's a good one I was going to say first born or now legacy Um, which would be a good one the other one would be like after a a thorough review we've found that digital print is not the way forward and no more of our products (laughs) will be available digitally
1: Uh. Uh, which I think would yeah just God. Out. Can we, yeah, let's not talk about no, that. I don't want to present like that's ideas. Just, just yeah. stop. Yeah.
0: Or, or, uh, we've just acquired, uh, Wizards of the Coast.
1: <laughs> just I don't think that's the explode. order that that would happen in, but
0: <laughs> I know, but it would explode two fan bases at once. Uh, well, <sighs> Chad also coming in with that. Uh, uh and Gulliman Ooh, give birth to first Eldari yeah, Marines quality. Um, Armor Facings cute. are coming back um and uh second edition best edition that's just truth um but spiky bits let's just keep going from strength to strength here okay uh spiky bits are coming in with a hot specific (laughs) article on their site uh but danny i need you to explain what does this mean uh what it says is games workshop goes back on their reverse paywall uh, and then the flavor text at the bottom says, It looks like Games Workshop has gone back on its reverse paywall for Horus Heresy, which seemed to be a huge success. Danny, what does this mean?
2: What? So,
1: <laughs> wait. So, a reverse paywall, wouldn't that mean that they would be paying to keep you out? Uh, so, I think a
0: reverse paywall is just free, right? Well, or no, they would be paying you to play yeah they'd
1: be paying you to not use their service that's the reverse paywall like so i okay i kind of all right all right I kind of you go,
0: like, go into your local warhammer store and you're like "Here, kid here's 20 bucks don't fucking play heresy
1: yeah exactly that's what the heresy players do you know that that's what they're doing like and they're mad that people now have access to plastic kits for like much less expensive right and so they're they're mad that their hobby is now like less gatekept than it was before
0: okay so uh going back on the reverse paywall would just literally be uh selling things again right
2: yeah
0: evan what's your take on this
2: i i i'm still (laughs) trying to understand the the headline Uh, um I, i i i the fun thing is we actually,
0: Danny, we talked about this about two months ago, about the the, the reverse paywall, uh, which I can imagine them writing out and be like, yeah, that's awesome. But they didn't ask anyone else if it made sense. But to that one person, it made a lot of sense.
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah. Is, is, is it? A, and I still don't know from the headline if it's a good thing that they went back on it. Or if it's a bad okay, thing. Okay, so I don't. <laughs> what do you feel,
0: Evan? So I want to kind of, I want to scratch this itch a little more. What is the reverse paywall that you think they were referring to? And after you say, I, I'll tell you what it is because I know the, this. I read. Is it.
2: it is it that they were? Basically, the new box set was such a good deal that it got a lot of people in. Is that the concept of a reverse paywall? They're trying to bait and switch you in uh, with no. something. No. <laughs> no, the reverse
0: paywall um, was the plastic Leviathan dreadnought uh, having their arm weapon options sold separately.
2: Mm. I mean, as a Titanicus what? player, I'm I'm used to this, in... and <laughs> so the in reverse paywall. So you gifts. don't
0: make you buy an entire new dreadnought just for some arms. They sold the arms separately. That was the reverse paywall. But going <laughs> back on that.
1: <laughs> what? What? Yeah. Move. Let, can they, we move on, please? I'm. I'm no. This no, is so Big frustrating. Big
0: comes up with Why, point why would anybody this point write this article? What?
1: So they're mad that they're like giving you a better deal. Is that I what think they're so, saying? Uh, they're no. Going no. They were back on it. They were the happy article.
0: about that, but the sign that they're going back on it is that the new Predator kit for Heresy doesn't have separate uh, weapons sprue options you can buy separately.
1: Because it just oh. has all the Predators, like all the weapons in the box already? Danny, it's uh, going back on the reverse there's, paywall. It's like
0: a 360 in the reverse paywall if you're writing it.
2: There's two Predator kits. One of them has like 12 options and the other one has like five options. Because, And so the fact that there isn't one with like 17 options, I guess, is the problem. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs>
0: amazing uh we we lost (laughs) nurgle matthew with that which i don't understand because this is clear specific journalism um but it's fantastic but moving on uh we're gonna we're gonna leave that behind danny let you refresh and reset a little bit uh you're famed uh within the show here danny for describing art and i have recently got myself uh, my hands on an ai art generator uh which is just a phenomenal thing to have Um, Our frontline gaming overlords did announce last week on Signals from the Frontline the new way um, that Frontline will run their 2023 season. Uh, And while we won't be heavily focusing on that, I do want to say that I grabbed Kicker's announcement text uh, seen here in its blurriest form. Uh, In case you missed a massive announcement on Signals from the Frontline, here's all the information on the awesome new shakeup of the competitive scene. The Frontline Gaming Champions of Tabletop LVO Qualifier. Uh, from winning best in Faction to best General, these qualifiers will bring the whole new exciting uh, element that will impact the hobby we all love. Now, say if someone was to enter all of that text into an AIR generator, uh, they might get something that looks actually pretty good, uh, which is something like this. Danny, uh, describe what we're seeing.
1: <laughs> I think it's, a, it, it's it's the art from an issue of No Quarter. Uh, magazine for War machine and hordes uh like because it looks God. like their art style and like they're kind of <laughs> stupid looking models like so yeah no it, and like they have the bad like almost warhammer logo just like mm-hmm. it's right there man it's <laughs> it's so it's some soldiers dressed up in some armor sort of uh but also <laughs> like regular clothes is that a bird person they're fighting impossible I don't birds know. aren't real um evan, that's evan. true birds are not real
0: yeah evan what do you see here
2: i it said like gametinge's law sounds like it's actually like some rule in the vote or something <laughs> uh i i i think danny nailed it like, also that was that was exactly uh i I was like, "Oh, that's that's war machine art." Like that was my first reaction. <laughs> also, it says
1: "guns and cum" on the front, so it must be talking about Votan.
2: Yeah, they're cum weapons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This, is, this was uh, the prototype, uh, the Votan Codex cover for like, you know how they always movies always have like a fake name and stuff. This is what they yeah. used to send yeah, out. They the sent all the play testers a book called "Guns and Cum." <laughs>
1: The faction is Lynn.
0: (laughs) Uh, It wasn't just FLG getting into the exclusive event space, though. It was Games Workshop this week announced Warhammer Fest. And for the very small sum of (laughs) $1,080, you too could have your VIP Golden Throne ticket for the ultimate Warhammer experience. Uh, Which, uh, yeah, guys, what is needed? For you to find this ticket good value,
2: <laughs> I mean, uh, people people pay for Geek Nation tours, so I'm sure so someone someone bought this.
0: <laughs> I know for a fact, uh, Chapter Master Valric, a uh, content creator, did buy uh, the thousand eighty dollar ticket or pound ticket, which is you know worth less. But Danny, what would you expect for? Well,
1: that? look, man, I'm not rolling in Valrack money over here. Okay, so like I I probably can't afford that. Um, you know those content creators. They make so much money off of YouTube and ad creation exactly. yeah. for their like for their content reviews. Yeah. Um <laughs> but it would have to have some significant value. Uh does it so here's I have a couple questions about the things that it does come with. Uh mm-hmm, mm-hmm. does it come with uh swag that you get? Like do you get something? Well, do you get games well, workshop product?
0: We'll get to that in a second. It'll oh, okay. uh like Val uh, made some comments. I kind of uh, took his comments and ran with this next slide here, which is how I sort of viewed this, uh, which is a uh, $1,000 event ticket during a time of massive inflation and spiraling <laughs> utility costs. And the guy asking him, is this VIP? <laughs> um, but before we even get to what's on it, Val, I said Valric bought a ticket, which good on him. I, uh, I really hope it's an amazing experience, but he did make this phenomenal joke on Twitter uh, where he placed a picture of the pool from TwitchCon <laughs> from years ago, seeing me arriving at the Warhammer Fest VIP area, which is just a quality post uh, for a guy who just spent like a That's grand. a ball pit. <laughs> that is a ball pit. That is a ball pit. I made the joke on on Twitter, uh, which I hope is still around at time of release. Um, I put the picture of the foam pit from TwitchCon that said it's a Golden Throne uh, uh, simulation machine because you get your body broken uh, in that place. <laughs> in it. Um but this is actually what you get as a part of it here. Uh, you get queue skips and early access to parts of the event. Uh, maybe you get early access to your round, so your opponent only gets like 30 minutes of time. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> one guaranteed ticket to a tournament of your choice. Uh, Warhammer Underworlds, people, don't do this. You can get a ticket. Don't worry about it. Uh, you get the best seats in the house for all panels and previews. Uh, You get access to the VIP Lounge and more than 1,500 pounds of goodies. Notice it doesn't uh, specify Warhammer. Uh, But Evan, Danny, starting with you, Evan, what is in the VIP Lounge uh, Warhammer Fest?
2: Probably more Warhammer Underworlds.
1: <laughs> That's they keep all the backstock is the VIP lounge.
0: The fifteen hundred pound swag bag is just a thousand copies yeah. of Warhammer Underworld. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh. Well, I mean, you know, they have Warhammer themed drinks, right? Like
0: oh the uh, the uh the citadel cafe in, in grapevine texas yeah they have like special warhammer coffees and things
1: well and they the, you know at, at the at the game store at warhammer world they have bugmans mm-hmm. so you're probably looking at
0: like oh, you know the, like uh, something
1: like wig like really... fingers or something like that for people to eat as like an appetizer you know maybe i mean it better come with fucking like caviar and shit if i'm paying a thousand bucks to be like Walking into the Warhammer world for out with dorks all day.
2: It's it's probably <laughs> it's probably the employee lounge repurposed because <laughs> yes. they all have to be on the sales floor. That's probably it's just some licensed candles in there and uh and for the ambiance. <laughs> It is purely, uh, purely uh, Henry Cavill
0: standing in a corner looking <laughs> at his watch. Treating you. During, like three more hours. Moving on. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> what else we got? Dang. Uh, I stopped writing at this part. Awesome. Uh, so moving on. Uh, the guard codex is coming and Commissar Yarick has officially been redacted uh, by redacted during redacted. Um, that isn't even a joke. That's how it's described in the actual codex. Uh, is that Yarrick was uh, redacted uh, uh, hard on the planet. Damn However, GW hid this information uh, about what really happened to Yarrick right under our noses, as we can kind of see from this next creation here, where someone has a picture of Angron, and if you look at one of the skulls on his belts, it's a human skull with a giant balei on it. Guys, what are your thoughts on kind of the fate of Yarrick? Are we robbed by the fact that it was redacted?
1: Well, John, good riddance. Um, to bad rubbish. I'm glad we don't have to deal with him or his stupid old ass anymore. Um, get get his boomer commissar butt in the ground and let's get some new blood in here.
0: Yeah, absolutely, Evan. <laughs> what's your take on the Eric?
2: Uh, I it maybe it was Angron, but you're you're thinking that that level of planning or communication between codices actually occurred, which, given their track record with how these things release, I'm not. Not convinced, um, but uh, I, and yeah, let's get some. Uh, it, it's kind of ridiculous that uh, he was 200 years old during the 13th Black Crusade, I think, right? So, something like that, like, and Spry it's supposed man. to be like 100 years from then. Let's uh, let's just keep going, let's find someone new.
0: <laughs> Are you guys sort of surprised at the crusade is coming? <laughs> Coming out yeah. of the guard book, we have Creed's daughter, Yarick is gone, the fan base is just, oh my god, how could you do this? Again, not realizing that the timeline has progressed centuries uh, from when these characters are kind of going around. Um, is this something GW should kind of use that, uh, like the, the warp riff to be like, yeah, time's different, they are still alive in this sector, or is it time to sort of move on from these guys?
2: I'm for basic humans. Yeah. I if you want characters that live forever, that's what marines are for, right? Like the whole point of playing guard is that they're just dudes <laughs> and they're all replaceable.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Technically by the new book, they're all horses or tanks though. But You know, but yes, Danny- so you
1: got to make you got to make a legacy. That's the way you make a guard character. So you call it like, you know, Yarick. But it's not like actually commissary i don't know what i don't know what yarik's actual first name is but it could be any one of his sons or daughters because they constantly orphan themselves and have to go into the commissariat it's like kind of a it's like kind of a a family ritual right um so you can just have yarik or or uh creed in this case which he which they've already done look at that
2: or job title
1: right that's what the horse guy is it's just a job (laughs) title
0: Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Uh, Now, Evan, Danny has terrible opinions uh, about horse guy. Uh, What are, what's your thoughts on the new Lord Solar and his uh, Robocop horse?
2: He's, he's amazing and he's everything I've ever wanted. (laughs) He's awesome.
0: (laughs) Were you surprised to sort of see like, cause I know like you, you're a big guard player, you have your Krieg, like cavalry is like a big thing. Do you feel like you have some unconscious bias to the fact that he's on a horse?
2: Nope, everyone should want more cavalry in the game. No bias. That's straight up fact. Horse, Joel just said, horse is cooler than dude. Like, horses Horses are always better. I'm
1: so mad right
2: now.
0: No, so what, Danny, what you don't realize is the title Lord Solar is actually the name of the horse, and the horse gets passed that, down. That's, you know what, John? That's
1: really messed up, dude. That's messed up that people would put value a horse so much. Um, it's unbelievable. It's just an animal. Wow, it's more machine than animal right now. Let's kind of get into this though, because we
0: do, like I said, the new guard codex is uh, up for pre order. Get in Uh, Get all of your stuff. Even, ch- hey, check out their secondhand shop. Get yourself some cheap guard before anyone else. That was 50% off for some stuff. Uh, but how is this new guard book in comparison? Because up until this point, guard were in sort of like a weird place where if they had like a good pilot, you could sort of maybe pilot them to to victory uh now this kind of new book does this change a lot how guard is played
1: uh uh, people are playing guard
0: (laughs) (laughs) apparently not but do you think evan were you playing guard with the old book like what is your opinion have you seen any of the stuff coming from the new book where you're like man this makes me really excited for guard are you like well no it was a nice dream
2: I've I I only have like the War, Warhammer community and uh, the Goonhammer article to go off of, uh, which admittedly about halfway through I just started just like kind of randomly scrolling because it's just I too much text, but um I it seems I it seems cool that they've uh, kind of broken away uh, from the regimental tactics and let you kind of do what you do what you want um i'm excited i'm glad rough riders are back and you know it, it's nice having uh, weapons that actually do damage in ninth edition instead of oh, just like <laughs> it's it's gone out of control but but now you can keep up yeah <laughs> i am mad
0: that i specifically invested in, in a chaos knight army and i'm like wow this is really cool yet yeah. Every single release has like this can one shot a Chaos Knight. This will one shot a Chaos Knight. Like that's some um, big freaking deal. It's and just
1: John's you know. John's over here with this Chaos Knight army, like
0: <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Danny, who do you Chat is asking, would you like the Rough Riders if they were on bikes? Is it the horse that specifically offends you?
1: Yes. 100% <laughs> yes. It is the horse. It's this anachronistic, like, I, I and i know that 40k is like that a ton but like it's too much for me and a squad of like lancers that just basically they have a stick with a grenade tied to it is like a really dumb concept so for you awesome, so it's
2: awesome. Oh, no it's not no it's not
1: it is not it's not awesome it's bad
0: so grenade stake, dumb on the horse what are your thoughts on a tank busters
1: <laughs> they're orcs john they're not people like, orcs can do stupid, stupid shit. That's fine. Like, nobody cares about that. Well, like, humans don't do stupid shit every oh, day. Oh, they do, but in 40K, <laughs> humans are serious. They're also very
0: expensive. There's no though, joke in
1: humans, you guys. Commissar Kane is, like, the only human that tells a joke in 40K. And it's a bad one belongs yeah, on this it's not even good it's
0: that uh but speaking of those horses danny do you feel they get sort of like the new codex bump of being like the shiny new unit so they get some really good rules in there how are uh rough riders in the new book
1: john they're uh bonkers pants on head ridiculous uh, as our friend nathan would say um especially when they're getting the lord solar's bonus the fact that they're core so that they get the full re-rolls to hit and wound uh from his chapter master uh ability is like nuts like the trading potential of that unit is like crazy high especially if you give them the order of fixed bayonets and they're like weapon skill two plus and they also uh like they also have like ap minus five on their melta on their melta lances so <laughs> i mean okay cool Me- sure yeah haven
2: uh, I was going to say, you got to stop us uh, telling me those rules. I can only get so erect over here, Dan. Me. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I have the
2: camera up. <laughs> have, well, enjoy
1: it, a horse lover.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I have, I will say, I, I started in, if you don't know, I started in seventh edition assembling it. I didn't get to play till eighth, but I had, and I've taken to before the rule of three an army that was only Death Riders. Like, in a. Uh, a couple vehicles, but like I've played mass mass cavalry for two editions now for my guard. So
1: <laughs> I've never been more Danny, disappointed in you then then Chad also
2: coming
0: in strong. What if the Rough Riders were piggyback riding into battle on the back of an ogren slash bulgren? Would that make it more palatable uh than the horse?
1: No. It's just that's what what is that? What what is that? Give me uh, it's like, a model I
0: want to see. If I'm, I'm going
1: to be real honest, yeah, with give here. me a tortoise rider or like some kind of futuristic animal. If you're going to make them ride an animal, not just some stupid horse with barding. Like, didn't, didn't get team happy, out of here with that!
2: Didn't Team Happy already do the tortoise riders a couple years ago? Yeah, that was stupid too. Like, <laughs> I, like, like, look,
1: it's
0: phenomenal. Um, so, what are some? So, one of the big changes, sort of, in the guard book that we're seeing coming in, even through just the previews from the weekend and from Warhammer community, is the change to how sort of regiments work. So, before when it like your entire detachment's Cadian or your entire detachment's like uh, Mordian or things like that, now it's kind of very squad specific, whereas the bonuses have moved to somewhere else. Danny, tell me a little bit about that, how that affects the army, and how you see that kind of working for what little remains of Ninth Edition
1: yeah i mean that's the assumption that we're making not that we know anything or anything like that Mm -hmm. but uh i think that i think that ultimately uh like the the regimental rule and the way that that works the regimental tactics rule and how that works is like a really interesting way and maybe a way that they can kind of homogenize some of the books a little bit more um so that you don't end up with like like the the space marine chapters as they stand are like totally different armies they have different secondaries they have different relics they have different everything um different stratagems like a ton of different stratagems so space marines get like Mm -hmm. more stratagems than anybody else because of that if they walk it back like they've done with the guard where they've made qualifiers uh from just uh chapter tactics that you get to pick to kind of customize Mm -hmm. your army and the keyword doesn't really matter so much that matters more for the rules that the model gets um, and if you want to play that army, you get these models. I, I don't know. I kind of like that a little bit. Um, so I'd be interested to see exactly where that goes. Will I miss like sub factions uh, a lot? Yes. I think they're mm-hmm. really cool. Um, I really, I really like them. Uh, I especially like it when they get secondaries and like they play differently, even than their parent codex. Mm-hmm. Um, but the rules bloat is so wild right now. And it's gotten to the point where it's like, It's a lot for competitive play to keep track of everything all the time.
0: I have a a hypothetical here for you, Evan. Uh, New guard book, again, available for pre-order now. Um, There are no secondaries in this book. So all of the secondaries are going to be through uh, the GT pack or or the main rules book. Now, with the issues we had uh, with the last GT book being pretty much unavailable, a lot of these places... How do you feel where we're starting to see books coming out without secondaries in?
2: I also don't like that from the perspective of technically GT pack and match play are two separate things. You can do match play games without doing the GT pack. So uh, every codex till now has gotten secondaries and now guard are stuck without it. I don't know how many people are playing that way and would need them. Uh, Hmm. But it, it is a problem because uh, uh, I know my my GT pack is a, a printed copy of the current secondaries put, put into the front of the 2021 one because it was the same mission setup. So uh, mm-hmm. if they're only going to do like one print run of these things or limit it like this or keep them... I don't know. They need to move those secondaries online if they're going to do it yeah. like this. Yeah, I agree. Any thoughts on the secondaries there?
1: Yeah, I, I totally agree with all of that. Um, I, I think that that's a really good point. I don't like the like the kind of insinuation maybe that factions might not get codex specific secondaries in the future, um, mm-hmm. if things are going to carry over from book to book. Because uh, I to me that is one of my favorite things about Ninth Edition right now is that different codexes are trying to win the game different ways like they should in the background and i think that's really really cool
0: mm-hmm. yeah for sure and chat asking val uh, was in the show a little earlier in our chat uh he's taking the night off he is a uh, furiously preparing for a game that hasn't been played competitively for 10 years or so um, so he's had no no ability to prepare before tonight and we're definitely not taking it personally that he chose to hobby Warhammer fantasy instead of being here. Um, do you think this is something, though, Evan, that's going to kind of carry forward? I know we have world leaders on the horizon, and then kind of nothing really after that. Is the way this guard book is formatted with like kind of less push towards those sub-factions and less information in the codex to, to how the game is played, like secondary is something we're going to see going forward?
2: I, th- I think it depends on the army. I don't think you're ever going to get away from space Marines having like split out books um but something like i could see eldar going this route where mm-hmm. craft worlds are more like this and what it helps i think is avoid the have and have nots with certain factions uh whereas like if you were if you had like a whole i don't know mortian army you may have felt a little left out when your stuff wasn't as good as say cadians or something um,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and it it gets around that uh rather nicely, so I I see it going forward for certain armies, like I said, Eldar, Dark Eldar, probably, uh, but not for Space Marines, not for Chaos Space Marines, where they that printing another book is too much of a money maker, right?
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and then Danny, here, I just wanted you to use a one sentence answer for chat here. Greyhawk is coming in saying. Anyone that knows, give me a straight answer. How bad did the guard get nerfed? He said Goward, but I think that's just sort of a typo. Um, how bad did the guard get nerfed?
1: B- buddy, they, they didn't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what are people going to have to watch out for with the new guard army? Like, What are the new boogeymen coming? Uh, I've heard Bullgrin's prospect is an option, Rough Riders we touched on already.
1: I think Scions are really good, um, but I'm like, I think I might be in the minority there. Um, I think there's definitely like a, a a really good shooting army based around that. They're, they're, and uh, Kazarkin are nuts. Like that squad is going to be crazy powerful until they nerf their stratagem, which I assume is coming. Uh, they kind of get an almost votan strat where fives to hit. Uh, can, will count as a wound of a, a wound roll of six, and there's another stratagem for sixes to hit or sixes to wound count as uh, uh count as a mortal wound in addition to six maximum per unit. So like one squad can dish out firepower to a bunch of different units. They there's a banner for ignoring penalties to hit, um, and also wound caps, <laughs> so they can like blow away like uh like these like gas in like one one go easily um anyway uh just some wild stuff like that so just be aware of that stuff um uh and of course the artillery is better and the tanks are are more damaging um uh we'll see if uh armor of contempt stick, sticks around and the ignore penalty to hit for uh indirect uh hard to say if that's gonna if that's gonna happen or not
0: yeah we're gonna close out tonight not on guard uh, but I want to get some art critics because I know Danny uh, Evan you guys are, are very uh, great visual art critics it's true um, I have two uh, pieces of art coming up in the next slide that, that could be considered offensive uh, but I kind of want to get both of your guys thoughts on these uh, before we sign off
1: there's no way there oh that's so offensive
2: <laughs> so so Evan what are what are we seeing <laughs> Uh 40K Thirst posting on, on the left. <laughs> uh, and uh uh it this is what actual felonids would so most people think felonids would look like the picture on the left, but the right one is actually the most true to form felonid we've seen. That is that is what an ab human would look like. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm, fair so props, uh, props Danny- to the guy on the right. <laughs>
0: danny which one of these pictures is most offensive uh and then for people listening to the audio show uh the left is a callatus assassin hanging above a burning city uh while someone grabs her massive callatus boobs to stop from falling into the fire which why wouldn't you polymorph it into like a handle shape uh but uh and then Pretty rude. It would be, that's fair that actually shows side. me
1: that she is not consenting to that touch
0: yeah, yeah, but she can't do anything, so then she'd fall and die. Yeah. Uh, on the right-hand side is a phylanid, uh, our uh imperial guardsman uh, felt appropriate with the episode where it's a cat body with a human head. Uh, Danny, which one is uh, more offensive?
1: I, I, I don't know. I can't pick between them. They're the same picture to me.
0: <laughs> That's fair that's fair and then just to sign up before we let evan plug his stuff here uh would you be okay with the new lord solaris if he was writing a filling or feeling it into battle uh, similar to the one in the picture there
1: make him a centaur that's
0: don't dude centaurs suck uh, <laughs> evan go ahead plug your things
2: uh so sepulcher heroes i have a blog uh that i routinely neglect but it does have a uh, post scheduled for tomorrow so if you watch this live there is one going up about guard and the, the god spear missile uh that was previewed um and then uh so com. i do do a uh podcast called allies of inconvenience um and uh I'm on Instagram, Sepulchre Heroes, and then uh shit post uh memes a lot on Facebook uh for Sepulchre Heroes as well. So Yeah You can find me in awesome. all those places. Danny,
0: what you got? To plug? Yeah. Or to talk about it, or even say. What do you want to round off with?
1: Yeah, hey, catch me this week on the Thursday show. Uh I'll be uh, hosting with Seth. So if you want to see me rip on Seth for like an hour <laughs> Like, come check it out.
0: Maybe you'll even talk about lists.
1: Who knows?
0: Yeah, who knows? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Who knows? And then I just want to say one more time here again, uh, if you want to save some good money, find some good miniatures, uh, Frontline Gaming does have their Black Friday sale on uh, 50% off of secondhand shop items, or up to 50% off of secondhand shop items through Cyber Monday, which is the 20th of November. I myself just bought a bunch of Scarab bases uh, from the secondhand store uh, because I didn't really want to buy uh, 100 Warriors and able to get some Scarabs. So it's a great place to find hard to find items as well as cheaper miniatures, even cheaper now. Uh, through Cyber Monday, the 28th. And that's, yeah, perfect. Next week, we're going to be back. We might have some cool things. Check out the Frontline Gaming community. Uh, Tricky Dick and I are working on some things to do next week that'll fail awfully and either be a horrible clusterfuck or a great time. Uh, but it's been an amazing show tonight, Evan. Thank you so much for coming on. We're going to be back next Monday. Uh, <laughs> Mark of corn. I was going to say. FLG secondhand store has the reverse paywall. But we're going to be back with the highest highs, the lowest lows of the community. Thank you everyone for watching. Thank you Evan for coming on, Dicky for producing, Danny uh, for putting up with my weird ass questions, and as always, it's pretty grim after dark.